Hello, a very good morning from rainy Lagos. It's a beautiful morning and it is the 25th of June 2019, World Vitiligo Day. Wow, this is the ninth one and I'm so happy and so grateful to God to see this day. Yes, um, celebration has been on in different parts of the world since the, 20, the 21st. Um, yeah, starting with the US, I guess, yeah, with the celebration in Houston, Texas. And then the headquarters moved down to Hanoi. I, I can't remember what part of the country that is, but it's happening somewhere. And this is happening in different parts of the world within us here in Africa. We are not having any particular celebration today in Nigeria, but where I'm talking to you, we, I think it's the first time I was not able to organize them. Um, not that I was not able, I think I was just didn't organize anything for this year. But I'm here talking to you, I mean, podcasting for today, World Vitiligo Good Day 2019. And the theme is the quality of life of the vitiligo patient. And I am one person living with vitiligo. Yes, 14 years and counting. It's going to be 15 years for me in February 2020. Mm, and I can't wait for that day because I'll be having a special celebration living with vitiligo. Yes. So, the quality of life of um, with LIGO patients, let me tell you one thing that I did. Yeah, so on, well, I had, had been on with intermittent fasting, you know, um, um, during the month. And um, yeah, it was because it was my birthday for, on the 14th of June. Yeah, I did a podcast on that. If you can look back, you would see that. I'm still in that um you know, still feeling that, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, June is a very special month for me. You know, um, celebrating my birthday and World Vitiligo Day and the other, you know, conditions too that we have, um, other appearance issues, skin-related conditions. We had albinism day on the 13th of June. There's going to be um, scleroderma day on the 29th of June and we'll be talking to um, someone i'll be talking to someone on that i'll be podcasting to on the 29th of june so june is a very exciting month for me of course you know that i'm very you know concerned and passionate about the psychosocial health of um primarily sub-saharan africans living with you know different um visible disfigurement visible differences skin conditions bones scars and stuff you know so um, particular and I'm so you know I, I don't I think it's just my purpose I, I want to see us live positively I want to see us live body confidently I want to see us live the life live and lead the life that we want you know I, I want to see us live above your 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 thoughts your think how you think we should look what do you think we should do you know to look to live with the you know vi- visible differences we have I want to see us living and leading the life that you want, irrespective of what you think, you know, our life, challenging self and all of that. So um, let's talk about quality of life. So I was, th- I was talking about um, fasting, yes. So I started um, a three-day fast. I started with a one-day water fast on Saturday and went on to drive fast on Sunday. And I'm, I'm still on that. And um, in the next um, one hour... Uh, in the next one about 26 minutes I will be breaking that so it's been awesome it's been exciting I'm, I'm like wow you know I when I was young I mean we were supposed to fasting every day you know religion um, 
it was a part of every Wednesday in my house then it was fasting to see so don't want anybody to tell you you know I just I grew up with fasting you know in church and all of that and I had done like two days fasting before but I never knew the connection with the great health to it you know the great benefits the huge benefits to fasting so I I am so excited that even in my healthful living for so many years now I never came across that or I never thought of that or I never came in contact of the benefits and all of that and me for the person I am once I, I learn about it and um, I research about it and I say and I'm again under that because for me I decided that to boost my quality of life to improve my quality of life I need to start with improving my immune system I've been working on that but from what I learned you know going on a dry fast and going on a fasting would kind of revitalize and renew all of it i am feeling awesome i can tell you that i am feeling awesome i'm not here advocating that you get on a fast but you can if you want to it's not a bad thing at all the way i'm feeling here man it's been three days and i feel like the, the funny thing is that okay i am uh, i am a very energetic person you know from birth i i don't know how I can tell you the things I've been doing these three days. I can get on now and go for my morning walks of 10 kilometers and come back here the way I feel. I, you know, one would think, oh, why are you feeling so hungry? You'll be feeling so tired. But I must say, you know, yesterday at some point I was having this um, headache, serious one. But I told the headache, I have known you. And on this journey, I'm going to finish it. And um, I finished with these three days, you know. And um, no, I'm not going to go on a seven-day drive fast. Mm-mm. I'll, I'll do it. I will do three days. You know, I want to be doing some days every month now. You know, or just something how it works and stuff like that. Maybe the intermittent one or something. But for now, I've done this and I'm so excited. And I, I just said I, I have to share this with you. You know, because I mean, what do I gain if I if I learn something that can benefit all of us and them? Um, and I keep it to myself, you know, now, if you know me very well, you know how I share information. I love to share. I love to let you know if I learn about anything. I love to share. Yes, and I'm sharing with you now. And um, yes, yeah, so let's get on to it. What's the quality of life of it? Like, patient, what, how, how does it happen to you? What is the definition, you know? Um, if we go with the... Um, we need a definition we're just, we're just talking about our quality of life and vitiligo is one of the most important skin disorder that does not cause well it does not come, cause much physical impairment but what do we say about physical appearance how do we say about you know um, for me I can say that but I don't like to say it about how I feel it or how I have come to embrace it or how I have come to live with it because I know it was a journey for me. It wasn't long for me to embrace that, but I know because lately I have, I have been wondering, you know, like the posts I see on social media and I keep asking myself, if, it, if somebody who's been living with vitiligo for 20 years, 25 years, still comes to complain about somebody or someone out there staring at him or making a nasty comment and he's feeling down and I told myself, wow something we are not doing well yet we need to get to that point and this is not about you living in denial or trying to show people that I have accepted me and behind you or and behind every other person you are dying again I do not believe in faking it 
I believe in living it till you get to that point you want to get. I believe in living it. I believe in you making that effort to live the life that you want till you get to that point where your 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 self peace is assured, where your self peace is what you want it to be, where your self peace is to the extent that you see some of these comments, you see some of these reactions, and you just smile. When depending on how you feel, you can decide to enlighten and decide to educate the person. Depending on 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 where you are or you know the time you have at hand you might just look at them and move on with their life because the truth of the matter is that people continue to be get, to be rejected people continue to reject people for various reasons it's not just because we have vitiligo it's not just because we have visible differences people are different people are coming from different orientations what we are exposed to are totally different so we react differently i, I it breaks my heart really and sometimes i just feel oh, wow I, i would expect that this person would have come to terms with you know looking different by now But that's not it. It doesn't happen like that. I there was something I learned at um in the early days of my vitiligo, in the early days of uh, me being a patient leader. You know, when I had started working on um you know creating awareness and then um, you know supporting people living with vitiligo. I I I met this man in an open market, and when he saw me, he was just you know kind of connected immediately and um okay i think he heard me talking to someone someone it was an open market you know where you have some of these uh, boys you know young men that sells and they they enjoy you know taunting people they enjoy embarrassing people and all of that and one of them were, was at it and that day i was feeling so great I, i had not come to the point i am now and then i was with my friend so i turned and i decided to educate him and this man heard me talking to him and he came to me and said please i want to see you and we got talking and i learned that his wife his wife um has been living with Tilago and it's distressing it was distressing this man he was so distressed and so traumatized you would think he is the one living with the condition but i understand what it is i mean your 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 wife your love your your partner your your soulmate and them um, all of that and we got talking and when he said it is not on her face it's on her leg i went like oh wow interesting she's married and it's on her leg and you're this disturbed and that didn't go well with the man you know because then I I, I I reacted based on the level I was then understanding perception reception and all of that you know so his reaction taught me something it's really not about the extent of your vitiligo it's really not about how severe how extensive it's about the fact that there's something that suddenly appears on you and it's somewhere and you're just not comfortable and you're just not accepting it it is okay I get it. But when we're talking about about our quality of life today, you know, we we we, we the what organization put it as individuals perceptions of their position in life, the context of the culture and value system in which they live and in relation to their goals. So, what is our goal? What is your goal? Today, our goal is quality of life of vitiligo patients. Let's please work towards living the life that we want. I have something I'm working on that I would love to celebrate my 50 living with uh, my 15 years of living with vitiligo in february 2020 and I, i mean this is the book that should have been out by now but 
I had to, you know, slow it down for um, my very first um, graphics book for children, you know, living with visible differences. So I'm talking about that. And there, what I was, I'm just trying to communicate in that book is challenging, challenging, challenging self. Right? I think it's just a thing of the mind. I think it's just a thing of the mind. To what extent, for how long are we supposed to continue giving them power to decide the health community inclusive things have changed now a lot lot to when I was diagnosed with vitiligo in 2005 yes things has changed a lot lot because I have learned today um, we didn't have the number of people we've got today talking about vitiligo. We didn't have this number of support groups back then. We just didn't have the number of people. But it was it was a whole lot of struggle back then, right? Well, anybody who is just coming up with vitiligo would still say that is a whole lot of struggle. But what I'm saying it was worse back then is because of the fact that you can actually walk up to someone to talk today. I mean, anybody knows that no matter where you are in the world, thank God for technology, thank God for social media, you can always come talk with Ogo. I am very open and available for you to talk with me. If I do not have the time, we can schedule time. We can talk on WhatsApp, we can talk on phone, we can chat. Yeah, this I have been doing for a long time. I have been able to inspire quite a number of people who wanted to start a support group. Because one of the things that even working, starting and um, leading a support group does for you is that it helps you you know, it, it, it gives you this, um, it helps boost your 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 self-esteem, your your confidence, your body confidence, because you'll be exposed to people talking to you, sharing experiences if you know the benefit of that you know, sometimes you will look at it like wow, I am happy that I can actually lend my voice. I am happy that I can, I can actually talk to someone and the person will get a new feel in life, you know, a new, a, a new feel. Yeah, let me just put it that way. So what am I saying for our quality of life? We just have to take, we just have to take control of things. We just have to stop giving people power to decide for us how we should feel. We don't have to do this in an angry mood. We don't have to do this feeling terrible or anything. The truth of the matter is we've got this autoimmune disorder. We've got these patches. We've got these spots. How do we live with it? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't go off at the snap of the finger. You don't sleep and wake up and it is gone. This is one truth that we just have to embrace. So the thing for me and for, for me to you this morning is how do we live with it? It's important. It's important because if for 20 years we've been having this um, feel, feeling so bad about it, getting angry with people's reaction, I fear for your health. Believe me, I fear for your health. I mean, it can cost so much. I have been learning too that some of these things, just the way you feel can put you in a, in a, in a, in a depressive mood. It is the truth. Some deficiencies, they lead to some deficiencies in the body. You know, because I... I I, I, I tell you what, I live a very healthful life. Okay, it might not be very, very to you, but I make effort to live that life. And I have managed certain conditions so well that I'm so excited and not ready to stop this healthful living. I just told you about the fasting I have just embraced once more. 
yes, I didn't embrace it first spiritually, but you can't get on it and don't get spiritual. So it's been fantastic time with my maker, with my God, with the creation of God creations. I can tell you that. It's been fantastic time. And you, 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 you just get yourself to that point where you feel okay, where you feel happy, where you feel very, very okay and effortlessly okay to walk away from any vibe that does not cut it for you. I have said it over time, even when it's a family member. I have said it on my podcast here before. I think it was on, my, on the last one, my birthday or something. When I said I had to stop taking my father's call for six months. Because it was not paying me. Talking with him then was causing me so much pain. And I had to cut it off for six months. And we are back to it and we are still best of friends today. So what am I saying? Even if it's a family member that feels that taunting you, that feels that hurting you, gives them joy. Get up and take take charge of your life. Walk away from anything that causes you pain. You do not need it. It's not just even just for you that lives with vitiligo. You that you that lives with any visible difference. Because it's enough to try to live with something that exposes you to all sorts of nasty comments, all sorts of stares, all sorts of attitude and reactions out there. And so, having to having to indulge having to allow you know certain treatment doesn't just make sense take charge of your life walk out walk away from that toxic relationship walk away from that toxic friendship that pretend i had a lot of them you know some i grew up with that felt it was okay to you know behind me you know say things differently come to me and pretend that they are trying to you know that they are trying to be friends and they are trying to um, help or something you know it's funny when people come to you to try to get information that they will use to laugh at you behind you and you get to hear about it what are you doing with those people I delete and I delete for life to an extent I mean there are over 7 billion people in the world you can never lack people whom you will talk to you just need to learn how to for somebody like me telling you this learn how to smile and then get on with life I got something from my father, they call it ever serious, so that even when I feel that I'm smiling, somebody is saying, take it easy, woman, take it easy, babe. It's not all that hard, smile. And then the time I hear this, I'm always like, wow, you know, this is my effort to smile. Somebody is saying this. So I like to use myself to say, to, to share it, to let you know that, I mean, I am a work in progress. But in, in, in taking charge of my life to an extent, I would give myself over 80% because here you can bring me down without my permission, not anymore, not at this stage of my life. So, I am saying to you this morning, you living with vitiligo, you living with this beautiful condition that if you can just take a little time to look at the other side of it, you can see the beauty, you can see the life lessons, you can see what it has made you, what it has brought you to. Because I mean, for for what it, it, it made me and is making me, I am just so grateful for because I stand today confidently I look at life totally differently from a whole lot of people that they don't even understand I walk away from things and people feel no it's not okay for you to walk away I do not come back to explain and it's fine and they all adjust and they all learn from it you should be living that life I'm not saying insult anyone I'm not saying I'm not saying cause anybody any harm. But if, if, if you trying to live your life, if you trying to lead your life is hurting someone, it is okay. People will always be hurt. It is fine. 
you, you are not doing it setting out to hurt someone. You are doing it. You are setting out to live the life and live the life that you want. And so whoever decides to get hurt by that, hey, all well and good. I remember past um, in the past few months, you know, like last year, I was just in this in and out of some kind of depression. I just didn't. It was just things were not just working. And not just because things were not working, but because I couldn't even get up to get things going, you know. And I had some friends feeling, you know, what's wrong with her and all of that. I am out of it, and I'm not going back to explain anything to anyone. I don't owe you that. I was struggling with my life. I was struggling to get to a certain stage of my life, to do the things I always want to do, to get on the project, to get on the things I want to do that gives me joy. And the least I want to do now is to come back to you and start explaining. You see, that time I was actually battling this. I was actually battling that. It's okay if time permits us one day and you you are friendly enough for us to talk about that. Good. But for me to, to spend all of my... Because they will always want you to do that. You don't owe people that. You owe it to yourself to do yourself good, to live good. I am talking about a quality of life. Oh, well, to my own understanding and to the way I see it this morning, I'm going to do this series. I probably was going to do another post on this i will not that i probably will you know in the past i mean quality of life was overlooked you know but today is being considered and we don't just have to wait for world health organization to consider we don't just have to wait for the health community to consider some of these things we just have to consider things we want for ourselves for ourselves to live the life to live the life that we want because for all you know, a medical person can tell you, oh, this I remember. I remember very well. I think I have talked about it on one of my podcasts where a dermatologist asked me, you know, because it was morning. And um, um, we found ourselves in this um, fast food uh, place for breakfast. And I asked for fruits. I wanted to have some, some fruits, vegetable salad and fruit salad. You know, she had ordered all the croissants and all of that. And she went like, who told you that will cure your vitiligo? I was like, what? I have right to what I want to eat. Must it always be about it? Like, I want to have some fruits. That's what I have for my breakfast. And that's what I'm okay with. She wasn't comfortable because she wanted to justify the fact that she was having some things. She, I, I indirectly made her feel that is unhealthy. But I didn't do that purposely. I was just going for what I want. And you can imagine me trying to drop what I want for my life because somebody else is feeling uncomfortable. No. It's your decision. It's your, you have a right to, to, to your life, to what you want to eat. I have a right to what I want to eat. So I can drop mine. If you can't feel uncomfortable and drop yours and expect me to drop mine for yours. No, it doesn't work that way. I am talking our quality of life. Is I'm already 21 minutes gone. I plan to end it at 20, 20 minutes. But it's what Vitiligo did. So you permit me. When I talked on depression, I went all oh, 40 minutes. So, But I'm not going 40 minutes this time. I'm, I'm trying to end it at, um, um, you know, um, 25 minutes now yes so um i'm just looking at something now on the um, a, a research study on quality of life in vitiligo patients by um, i hope i can pronounce this name tuvska mitrivska mm-hmm, and some other ones sorry forgive me so he's saying that quality of life is defined by the world health organization as individuals perception of their position in life in the context of the culture and value systems in which they live and in relation to their goals expectations standards and concern this is what i've been talking about it has to be to your standard it has to be to your expectation it has to be to what you want it has to be to the life you want right so it continued to be so often overlooked in the past. Yes, yeah, I learned that. It is nowadays considered in a more holistic view of medicine. 
or are coming from the medicine part of view. I like to balance it. Yes, I continue on that. It is a decisive factor to understand the impact of diseases. I do not believe vitiligo is a disease, but the health community calls it one. So, for here they said uh, to understand the impact of diseases and improve the quality of quality of medical care. There was no such thing when I was diagnosed. There was no patient care. Yes, I remember the experience. I remember the dermatologist walking up, taking pictures of me, and I asked her, what are you doing with that? And she said, oh, to monitor your progress, to monitor this, you know, you have uh, the rare pattern, you know, the segmental vitiligo and all of that. Mm, it's been 14 years. Yes, and going to 15, and um, she has not asked me anything. We are great friends today. I, I bet she, she does not even remember this, but I am just trying to tell you what it was like then. So such evaluation is particularly relevant for dermatolo dermatological diseases because visibility of the lesions can significantly affect self-esteem and social relationships. It does affect self-esteem and social relationships 100%, I am saying. So, um, um, this study says that vitiligo represents an emblematic case, often disfiguring and located perceived sorry and located in visible areas confused in the past very confused in the past i must say and in many world regions even in the present it has been confused with leprosy i, I said it here before i mean i went to this lab when i was trying to understand what and they tried to convince me that i got white leprosy yeah yeah here in a lab here in lagos nigeria yes Often perceived by physicians as, as a harmless, they still say that to people. It's harmless, but is it harmless psychologically? Right? That's my question. Purely cosmetic problem. Is it, is it actually purely a cosmetic problem? Well, the study continues, significantly decreases the quality of life of affected person. It does decrease. But this morning, I am here saying to you, let's take back our lives. It does affect, I know. But I had given you some tips. Let's get back our lives. Let's take back power. Let's, it, it's about the mind. Let's challenge ourselves. Let's look at the inner strength. Let's look at the other side of it. Who is this person staring at me? Would I see this person again in this life? Why do I have to let this person put me down? Let's look at it as just having every other thing you know happen to us because every other human being i have learned has got something they are dealing with i remember my friend telling me that oh you know when i look at you you encourage me because i just came down with epilepsy he was feeling so terrible terrible about it it's okay to feel that way this is a condition that doesn't show on his body on his appearance he doesn't get um, discriminated upon. He doesn't get stigmatized. He doesn't get stigmatized just like that until maybe when it happens to him. I am not. I'm not here to compare any condition. No, not at all. I'm just trying. I'm just giving um, um, an instance. So, um, when you say is a cosmetic uh, condition, I ask you, how do you define that as a cosmetic condition? Already, something has gone wrong before it manifests on our skin, and we start losing our, you know, our pigments, you know, and our melanin um, production is being affected and all of that. So when you say it's that, it is not. When they, I remember I was told, you are not the first. You are not going to be the last. It's 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 just pigmentation disorder, just, and you are not prepared for the journey. You are not prepared knowing that this thing can progress because like mine progressed so fast but i've been able to manage so well as well you know and this management is what i'm telling you because i challenged stuff i looked at it and i said okay i've been giving power people power to put me down let's start from there let's look at it let's look at it from the the, the, the other angle do this person staring at me 
does not know about this thing. So I owe it to the person. I will either try to enlighten or educate the person, depending on the condition, depending on situation, depending on the environment. But when I cannot do this, why don't I put this behind me? This is someone I might not meet again in life. Even if I meet this person in life again, does this person really matter? Do I know you? Why do you have to, why do you have to give a stranger power to put you down that much? It's a question to you. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I agree. It's not easy. But accepting and understanding that this is something you can actually journey through. When you get on it, you see how easy it might be. Right? Stop identifying with the wrong people. Don't be in the midst of people that, that remind you all the time. Don't be in the midst of friends that remind you all the time. Oh, this is your white patch. Oh, why don't you cover it? It's okay if you want to wear skin camouflage. Oh, I am an advocate of that. It's very okay. I have um, something coming on that I'll be sharing with you people soon, you know, on getting to identify your skin tone easily and all of that. It's very okay. But I believe that you should accept yourself, you know, before indulging with uh, or before embracing skin camouflage so that the day you decide to go without anything you will be you you will be fine now that you get on it and now you become so used to it that when there is no camouflage you can't go out then it becomes another issue for you so i'm saying this morning does this person matter does this friend matter does this family member who will not stop laughing, who will not stop making nasty comments matter? Stand up to it. Take back your power. Do not give them power to dictate what happens in your life. It's World Vitiligo Day 2019. And I am so excited. And again, like I said, we, no, I didn't organize any program. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to the 10th one. You know, we will be celebrating in 2020. I cannot wait. Of course, definitely, yes, something, a good program will be happening. Because I'll be starting it in February, celebrating my 15 years and taking it on, 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 on. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, thank you so much for listening to me again. I, yeah, this morning I know I was, I was just not, or oh, I'm just not blabbing or ranting or anything, but talking about this condition that I am so, so, so passionate about that has changed my life, that has brought me this far, changed it all for me. I am so excited. And I said to you this morning, get on. It's all going to be fine if you take that decision to take back your life, to start leading the life that you want. It is World Vitiligo Day again, and happy World Vitiligo Day 2019 from the rainy Lagos, Nigeria. To you, to everyone out there, to everyone out there in the world. Thank you, thank you. Drop your comments. Let's discuss this. Have a beautiful World Vitiligo Day. Have a beautiful World Vitiligo Day season. Mm. 25 minutes or 30 minutes. Forgive me. But it's a beautiful morning. But it's a beautiful day. You take care of you and you go out there. Take, oh, take back your power and start leading the life that you want. I love you. I love you. And I too love you. Bye.